Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die. When all the Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Hiya. Welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps. Are you still doing that thing? Yeah, 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 I am, yeah. Yeah, that thing where you say I'm it still a different it. way. I'm still doing it. Yeah, just like you did a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, before we had to start again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like doing it. I like, um, I like just bringing a bit of musicality to the world. Well, it's an affectation, isn't it? It's not an affectation, it's me. Really? Right? It's my personality shining through. Okay. See, look, it's catching on. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, everybody will be doing it soon. Um, yeah, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. This is our podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Alan. That's Alan. Uh, we talk about wrestling. We talk about wrestling shows. Yeah. And normally we talk about a wrestling show we've just been to. Yeah. What are we doing tonight? We're talking about a wrestling show we've just been to. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, cool. It is currently 9.03pm. It's an early one, on isn't it? Saturday the 30th of December, so my iPhone tells me. Yeah. I've got an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted people to know. Chris, it's not 2007. I just dropped it in there. Seven? Yeah. I don't know. I when, when were they impressive? I've got an iPhone 6. Oh. Seven. I don't know what I've got. What why does that did, look like? Why did they skip nine? <sighs> it's just not an attractive number, is it? No. Because it went for iPhone 8, iPhone X. Yeah, X is cool though, isn't it? Or does X stand for kiss? I think it stands for... Christ. Zy- stands for Christ, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. iPhone Christ. <laughs> the saviour of all iPhones. Yeah. Oh, good stuff in it, this podcast. Yeah. So 9.03 on a Saturday night. Yeah. Um, and we just got back from the capital city. Yeah, we went to the big smoky apple. Yeah. And we drove We drove there and we drove back. Yeah. I was passenger. You were the pilot. That's, that's right. That's, yeah. They call them pilots. Yeah, yeah. Car pilot. Yeah. Um, I was the Chewbacca to your hand Solo. Uh, I like to think I'm more of a Lando Calrissian. A, tra- a traitor. He wasn't a traitor. He did. He was a turncoat. He dropped the minute. But why did he do that? To save everybody in Bespin City? It's not cool, man. Not cool. I don't even know anything about Star Wars, and I know that. Not cool. It's very cool. <laughs> is it? Very I mean, Billy cool. D-, D. Williams is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Han Solo's a douche. You're talking about waistcoat, Mal. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about my friend waistcoat. <laughs> yes. Don't you yes. talk about him like that. Anyway. I don't know whether you know. He's not with us anymore. <laughs> Is it not? No, that's a spoiler for oh two years God. ago. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Not in the, the recent film? No, mate. No? No. You, you need to... We'll get you to sit down and watch some films at some point. Alan's basically not seen any films. It's very true. Yeah. Um, what was the one that surprised you the other day? Oh, yeah, I've not seen The Big Lebowski. Yeah. I mean, that's I, I, not, that doesn't bother me too much because it's not like super mainstream film. No. But the fact that you haven't seen Home Alone upsets well. me quite a lot. <laughs> You know. Like, and you've got a child. Yeah. Like, she should be shown films like Home Alone and E.T. Oh, you see, I've never seen E.T. Yeah, I know, that's why I mentioned E.T. But, it's but that film. is my life's work. That is my art. Shit art, mate. Well, it's going to win the Turner Prize one day. So, yeah, it may be the, shit t- art. The Turnip Prize. Yeah, 25 like. grand, mate. In my back pocket. Not for the turnip never prize. Watched turnip prize. You just win a turnip. I'll take that turnip. <laughs> okay, I'll buy you a turnip if you oh. watch ET. I don't think I've ever had turnip. I like a parsnip. Yeah, turnip's not quite the same. It's more like a swede. Right, swede. I'm not that sold. Butternut squash. Mm. Yeah, I like a butternut squash. I like yeah. a sweet potato. Yeah, I like. Um, do you know what? I like the humble carrot. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've just got back from London, and that means... Well, that doesn't directly mean this, but <laughs> we did go to see um, Progress Wrestling at the Electric Ballroom. Chapter 59. Is that it? That's yeah. the number, is it? Um, unboxing 2, Unboxier. Unbox Harder. Ugh. I know. It's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's um, a play on a Die Hard film. All right. Sequel, Die Harder. Was was Die Hard two Die Harder? I don't know whether even officially it was, but I think it's kind of unofficially right. known as Die Hard. What was Die Hard with a Vengeance? Is that's that the third one. That's terrible. A terrible film or a terrible no, title? No, a terrible title. I mean, it's fine. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. 
Live Free or Die Hard. That's yeah. one later later on. Is it? Die Hard 4.0. Right. Well, I don't like it when they put a point in something. Yeah. I, think I, I, I think I saw the first three. Also, do you know what? It's not necessary to put um, decimal points if you're not going to have something after the point. If it's just 4.0, just say 4. Yeah. No yeah. point. Unless there's going to be a 4.1, 4.2, 4.3. No point in having a 4.0. Well, you don't know. I mean, I don't think there hasn't been one. Anyway, should we talk about progress? Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we have five minutes in. Yeah. Um, progress Wrestling. What is there to say about them? Uh, they are the biggest, most prominent promotion in the UK. I'd say they are the UK's top promotion. Yeah. Without without hesitation. Yeah. Um, ICW, at their big show, sell more tickets. Um Rev Pro, when they do their regular shows at York Hall, sell more tickets yep. and have the New Japan guys coming over. But I think there's not going to be many that will argue against progress no, being in, top of the tree. I think in terms of like international attention, yeah, progress is the tip top, top of the pops. Well, there were a couple of guys there who flew over from California today yeah, just for this show. Yeah, and we had a couple of um, British guys stop by who were probably do most of their business outside of the uk now yeah so you know it was the place to be today yeah but we'll talk about that later because that yeah. might be a little so, something for so you. we haven't been to lots of progress we used to go quite a lot mm-hmm. um we went super strong style 16 this year but the last progress show that we went to before that was unboxing last december yeah proper one yeah 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 um what what is unboxing unboxing is a mystery show chris um, and a mystery show is that not only is there no matches announced beforehand, there are no talent announced beforehand. You don't know what you will get. And by talent, you mean wrestlers, don't you? I do you? mean wrestlers, yes. Yeah. Um, and I love a mystery show. I don't know about you. Yeah, I like it. It's a lot of fun to yeah. me. Um, um, attacks are usually a mystery show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah we've been to a, a lot of attack shows where nothing's been announced. Yeah, I used to go to Lucha Britannia a lot. Um, that was a mystery show as well, in terms of you never just never knew. No. Never knew. Um, Fight Club Pro often ends up being a mystery show, but that's because they just change it all around on the day. Yeah, I think Eve have done a couple this yeah. year where they've not announced anything. Yeah, I like it. I yeah. like it. Um, but this was the special gimmick yeah. of this you show. Can't, I mean, because you can't do it all the time. Yeah. Um, unless, I mean, Attack, it's kind of become their sort of default position. Yeah. But like... Sometimes you have to announce things. If you if you need to sell tickets, then you need to announce yeah. some things. Um, but if you're in a position where you can sell a bunch of tickets anyway, it's not such yeah. a problem. And it's also now it's become a thing. I mean, it's only the second one, but it already it's become a thing. It ends the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's a in places just a little bit of silly. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of fun. Um, it's just a nice way to end the just year. Just a bit of fun. Yeah. Before things kick off again in yeah, January. In earnest. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the second one they've done. We went last year. What sort of surprises did we get last year? Um, well, in terms of surprises, the, uh, the only real kind of surprise, kind of non-progressy person, was Fabian Eichner. Oh yeah, who's now in NXT, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. He disappeared oh. for a bit and then just popped popped up in NXT. Yeah, he dropped the ladder hose in. Yeah. Um, we also got a uh, wasteman challenge answered by. Uh, Madman Mad Man Manson, Manson. Yeah, that who basically was called everybody in progress racist. Yeah, um, not the first person to do that. Um, we also got Kaylee Ray versus Tony Storm. Yeah, that was was that the opening match last year? Yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure. No, but but still, that's the kind of caliber of, of stuff we got. Um, we had a six. Oh no, I think the opening match last year was a six man with uh, Nixon Newell and. Um, yeah, that sounds right. And um, some other some other people. Some other people. Oh, um, and FSU. Yeah, against okay. uh, CCK. No, not last not, year. CCK, not CCK was um, South Pacific Power. That's right. Yeah, Check. yeah. yeah. Um, so we do some love the graps, things we loved. Some not my graps, things we didn't like as much. Yeah. So should we do some of that then? Yeah, let's kick straight off with LTG hashtag love the graps. For fuck's sake. LTG. Never, See, I'm doing your thing. That's horrible. Thing. That was awful. You're not a professional singer, are you? I am not, no. <laughs> not like me. No. I have I have at times been paid Although to sing. part of my job is to sing. Yeah. Weird, don't it? So you probably get paid, you've probably been paid more to sing than I have. Yeah. 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 
Wow. Think about that. Sad. I feel sad. I feel yeah. very, very sad. Um, love the graps. Love the graps. Um, <clears throat> well, shall we talk... We've got a couple of things. Should we talk about a match? Yeah. Let's talk about a match. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Progress title match. Oh, yeah. So, Progress champion Travis Banks. Yep. The Kiwi buzz, buzzsaw against... The returning. The returning. Um, That wasn't me pausing for tension. I just was like, what's his name? (laughs) What's his name again? It's Will Ospreay. Yeah, Will Ospreay. Um, Now, Will Ospreay, a couple of months ago, lost a Loser Leaves Progress match. But it's unboxing, isn't it? It was quite a while ago now, wasn't it? I don't think it was that long ago. I feel like it was like six months ago. Uh, But still, (laughs) think about what you're saying there. But it's unboxing, isn't it? You know. Anything goes. Yeah, it's kind of Wrestle House, isn't it? I mean, yeah, in um, a lot of ways, yeah, it has become <laughs> Wrestle House. Um, so yeah, Will Ospreay came out, a massive reaction. Yeah, he's got a nice new plum-coloured gear. Yep, uh, maybe more red, more crimson. Yeah, than I don't plum. know if that's a, a preview of what he'll be wearing at Wrestle Kingdom next yeah. week. Yeah, um, he'll also be wearing some nice welts on his chest, courtesy yes. of Travis Banks's hand. Yeah, so we we um, one of the matches earlier this year that we really were looking forward to on one of the biggest shows this year was um, at the Dream Tag Team Invitational in Wolverhampton. Um, and that was Travis Banks, who was... Was he then the Fight Club champion Yeah, at I the think time? This, that was his first defence. Yeah. Yes, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, against Will Ospreay. Yeah. Um, we thought it'd be great. Yeah, it was really exciting thing to be announced for that card. Two of with our favourites. A lot of um, exciting stuff on yep. that card. Um, and it, f- you can go back and listen to our podcast. Yeah, about it. it was fine, but they just didn't click. It felt it fell a little bit flat. Yeah, it for me. wasn't. It was lesser than the sum of its parts. Yeah, because these are two of our favourite guys. Yeah, um, particularly at that point, Tra- Trav was hot. Yeah, killing it. Yeah, and Osprey was, was just sort of making you know more and more of a name of, for himself in Japan. Yeah, um, less make you know making less and less appearances over here. Yeah, um, and and these are two guys who never disappoint, but on that occasion they did. Yeah, a it just bit. didn't. Yeah, it just didn't work. Yeah, um, wasn't the same tonight though, was it? No, they they were firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right from the go, they they were smacking the shit out of each other. Yeah, um, lots of chops, lots of kicks, lots and lots of kicks. Yeah, um, there was a whole sequence where they were kicking each other in the back. Yeah, over and over again. Lots of dives. Yeah, dives. There was um, one bit I didn't like. Was that when Trav got dropped on his head? No, it was when they were just headbutting each other a lot. Uh, yeah, there there were some there were some little headbutts. Yeah, they, they didn't go all out, but it no. was probably more than it was just more than was comfortable. Yeah, um, but other than that, I loved it. Yeah, really, really good. Really like. I mean, <laughs> I think we're all conditioned to not expect title changes in these sort of situations because you're not invested in a story mm-hmm. um you basically got a challenger who's not full-time with that company yeah um which we might get onto a little bit later yeah. on yeah um and we were still on the edge of our seats yeah there were, there were a couple like of times, times when, i thought he could do it when it looked like osprey might win yeah and you, and you, you know i mean if the it's weird because the reason you think he might not do it is because you follow wrestling and he's in New Japan, he's not in the UK that much, blah, 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 blah. But if you follow wrestling quite closely, you also know that he's just finished up with Ring of Honor and he's going to be appearing for WWN, who are very close with progress. So even that at the back of your mind makes you think, oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe something could happen here. Um, It didn't. No. Spoiler alert, Travis Banks retained, but... Definitely a match to go out of your way to watch. Now, we, we're considering, we haven't actually done anything about it yet, but doing a Love the Graps Awards yeah. for 2017. And one of the things I was very... Um, I put my foot down. I didn't put my foot down. We weren't disagreeing about it. But one of the things I was adamant was that we didn't do it until 2017 was over. Yeah. Because you, uh, you can't say what was the best match 2017 when you're doing the votes in November. No. Um, now, 
was this the best match of 2017? Maybe not. No, but I mean, but it, it, like, it's in the conversation. Yeah, it, it, it's. I would maybe go so far as to say it's the best match I've seen Travis Banks have this year. I don't know because he did win the title at Fight Club Pro right at the beginning of the year. Yeah, but if you don't remember, don't forget there was shenanigans. That, I mean, in there that were. Match. There was the, the. I mean, it was a, an amazing moment. The ghost of MK McKinnon. Yeah, that was an amazing moment. Yeah. But um, yeah, but you might be right. Yeah. yeah. Like, but bell to bell, that might be the best match I've seen him have this year. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I'd have to go back through my records, yeah. which I haven't got. No. I don't I don't keep track of what I've seen. And but yeah, so seen. when it drops, if you weren't there today, and if even if you were, when it drops on demand progress, um, check it, it out. Yeah. Um, let's transition. Into another Love the Graps. Yeah, yeah. Not, we're not transitioning. Although if you want to transition, fine, I'm fully supportive. Thanks, man. <laughs> Um, Osprey came back. Yeah. Um, he wasn't the only person to to make a return to the ballroom. Nope. And there were some new faces as well. And I, I want to put that as a love the graps. Yeah. So the first most important return mm-hmm. or returns um, were us. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> we 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 haven't been to, been to the ballroom since Super Strong Star. Yeah. Um, we haven't been regulars since last year. We used to go month on month. Um. And we decided to take a step back from progress this yeah. year. Do you know what? It's weird. I think we said the same uh, on the Super Strong Style podcast. That again, it felt it just felt like walking back into the the, the old place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was nice, sort of being in Camden. It was nice stopping by, just stopping by the queue. Yeah, um, you know, you see all old friends, familiar familiar faces up and down. Yeah. Um, and you know, you walk through the door, it's all still the same. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, and progress shows have not really changed. No, nothing changed. I mean, still four shows in the first and four matches in the first half, three in the second half. And it works. Um, it's long. Yeah. Um, you know, they've hit on a formula that works. Jim's got the crowd in the palm of his hand. You know, he's playing to John in the gallery. Um, you know, you've got. You know, commentators that they t- they they kind of check in with. Yeah. Um, you got the ineffectual ring crew. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah, and that's that's comforting and in a way. It was nice actually being back there and seeing some faces that we haven't seen. We certainly haven't seen loads of a, a couple of them. No. This year, um, and some favorite real favorites of mine, like seeing Zach Gibson. Yeah. I haven't seen enough of Zach Gibson no. this year. Um I, don't, I can't really think how much I've seen him at Rev Pro. Yeah, we've seen a couple of couple of appearances at Rev Pro, and that, that's it, really. I mean, yeah. he was he was in Super Strong Style sixteen the, yeah. the first day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, other than that, we've not really seen him a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's one of my very favourite people yeah. in progress, and he was great today. Yeah. Um. He was in opening uh big tag match. Yeah. Um. And he did his promo, and it was it was a kind of a depart, not a departure, but it's different to the promos yeah. that we were seeing him do. Yeah. Um. For for me, the 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 biggest return, um, and well, I was going to say it was Rampage Round, but specifically Rampage Round's music. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It came out to Hatebreed. They've worked out that they can overdub it. Um, They've worked it out. Yeah. Um, I think, I, I don't know this for sure, but I don't think he was supposed to be on the last progress show, the one in Sheffield, because it was kind of hit by snow and travel, and he might have been a late call up. Yeah. Um, so they used him and they used his music and massive reaction in Sheffield to that. And again today, huge. Yeah. Just that. And just love it to see him. I think we worked out something the second time we've seen him this year. Yeah, I think we saw him against uh, Monkey Man Jason Prime. He's not Monkey Man, the Primate. Yeah, Monkey Man. Um, for what culture in Milton Keynes? Yeah, and they were miles away, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they were. Yeah, they were miles away. Yeah, they might. Um, we might. They might as well have been in Camden. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, but yeah, seeing him today, that was really, really good. Yeah, um, and he had a fun match with Flash. Yeah, brilliant yeah. match with Flash. Um, Joe Coffey. I've not seen a lot of Joe Coffey. I'm not the world's biggest Joe Coffey fan. Oh, we've seen a fair amount, of him, um, especially in the first half of the year. At but Fight we, Club. we saw a bit of him at Fight Club again. We don't get to see a lot of him. Um, good to see some new faces as well. Yeah, lots of new faces um, today, and new to progress as well. Not just new to yeah, not really new to us because we've we've seen them in other places. Yeah. Um, 
But progress debuts today and some main show debuts yeah. um, for some of the women who were on the revelations of Divine Love and have been on some of the other Dome, Dome shows. shows. Um, so uh, Charlie Morgan, uh, Charlie Evans, uh, both Charlies, mm-hmm. uh, Millie McKenzie, yeah. uh, Chikara, who's done a little bit um, progress for Candy Floss again, yeah. Sierra Loxton. Sierra Loxton, yeah. Um, and there was... That's it, six. Yeah. Yeah, there were only six. Yeah. Um, and then um, a couple of fellas very familiar to us. Yeah. Clint Margera and Drew Parker. Yeah. And that was, uh, so they, um, I think Progress have obviously watched a bit of um, Fight Club on VOD. Yeah. Or at least have well, heard about well, it. Well, they they were there, weren't they? Um, were they there Jim for and that? Glenn. I, I don't know if they were there. I don't think they were for Death House. They were there for one of those shows. Yeah, I think they were there for the following night. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they they definitely weren't there for that. Right. Um, and uh, so there was kind of a almost like a, a reprisal of that. Yeah. Um, in that we had the team of Mark Haskins and Jimmy Havoc, vi- villainous, aren't they? Vi- absolute villainous rotters. Mark Haskins coked out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's not. Yeah, yeah. I like this rumour that you're starting. Yeah, there. but that's um, what he looks like. He's, yeah. he's uh, intense, focused, chews a lot. And I pref- I, I'm going to I'm gonna go out there. I'm going to go out on a limb now and, and kind of make a bit of an admission. Uh, something I'm going to soften on Mark Haskins a little mm. bit. I prefer him in this role. Yeah. Yeah, I think as a heel, he's got a lot to offer. Yeah. Um, you know, he was kind of a bit edgy tonight. In, in a way that he's not when he's trying to be edgy. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't... Because I don't... I, I listened to the Mike Quackenbush podcast yeah. series and there was a whole episode about choosing your character and he talks about... Is it Adam Adams? Yeah. The, like, uh, anti-establishment badass character. And that's sometimes what Haskins feels like to yeah. me. It's like, yeah, I'm just a wrestling badass. It's like, mate... You're not. Um, I mean, I don't. You're quite. You're quite little, yeah. and also you just got a screw, screwy up face. Yeah. Um, and I but, like him more as an angry. Yeah. There's there's almost a sense of menace to him. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I re- I quite like. Um. So they um, they had a match. Twelve days of Christmas match. Yeah. Um. Twelve presents. Twelve legal wrapped wrapped up weapons. Yeah. Um. Uh, and uh, they took on Clint Majera and Drew Parker. Yeah. Now, it was nowhere near, near approaching what Death House was. No, not even close. Um, because that was mental. Yeah. Um, and will not be repeated for some time. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And it was nice to see. I mean, Clint Majera um, will probably be the first to say that his wrestling alone would probably not get him into progress. Yeah. Um, Drew Parker, it's a slightly different thing. I, I think Drew Parker's wrestling alone should. Yeah, um, I mean, I think could I think him. Yolo Squad will make their main yeah. show debut in the new um, year. But Clint Margera is a perfect fit for this kind of thing. Yeah, and he really was. Yeah, um, he he took a lot of punishment, gave a lot of punishment, threw Haskins on a chair, and the chair folded oh, that underneath was good, him. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, and I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, there was lots of lots of fun bits in this. Yeah. Um, but again, the main thing here that we're talking about is seeing Drew and Clint show up on a progress show. Yeah. I don't know how much they'll be used going forward. I th- I think there's certainly a place for both of them. And I think if this is Drew's foot in the door, I mean, we're big Drew Parker fans on this on this podcast. I think we care a lot about Drew. Yeah. I think we're, we're because it's always there's always a, a caveat with Drew. Is that it's like I just want him to find that next gear or that yeah. that that little um, spark, um, and um, doing some of this you know uh, hardcore stuff seems to be something that he really enjoys. Yeah, and he was great today. He was really good. Yeah. I haven't got. I can't fault him at all today. Your chance of uh, urchin prints, which I never thought I would hear. No, um, I still don't really know what an urchin prince is. No, but people were chanting it. Yeah. People chant anything, won't they? Yeah. <laughs> At progress. Yeah. People will chant anything. Yeah. But yeah, so it was really nice to yeah. see uh lots of lots of new faces. Yeah, and you mentioned and in faces. in the women's I think we yeah. we've got soft spots for uh, particularly a few of those women that we've seen elsewhere. 
um, kind of, you know, Millie McKenzie, we've seen her from basically day zero in Fight Club Pro mm-hmm. up at, up to this point where she's getting booked based on the amount of suplexes she can throw. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then familiar faces as well, people that we are, um, you know, we've become friendly with yeah. at shows. It's really nice to see them do really well. Yeah, follow their careers. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we were kind of talking, and maybe we'll circle back on this, that the the state of women's wrestling there's a there's a whole group of younger um early in their careers yeah women and i think that it's exciting to see where that could go yeah because i think there's a certain comparison to be made with the likes of pete dunn mark andrews chris brooks um that they were a little group that came up together and i think these women although they're not all from the same places no they are seem to be meeting in some of the same places yeah and they all seem to be working together yeah uh, fairly and i regularly. think you know give them four or five years it'd be really exciting to see where yeah. they can be yeah 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 definitely definitely mm-hmm. um so it's nice to see basically six new mate like main show progress yeah. debuts for six different women basically yeah, yeah. i think maybe was Candy Floss or Chikara? I mean, Chikara in... appeared in the qualifiers right, okay. for the women's okay, cool. natural progression series. Um, and I I don't know if Candy Floss has appeared no. on a, a main card. No, okay. But, but yeah, there you but go. But still, you know, it's good. Yeah. Going Do forward. you want to have another love of the graps? Yeah, let's, let's throw in, like, we've already mentioned Zach Gibson. Yeah. Um, but let's throw in the whole of the opener. Okay. Um, and it... Basically I mean, let's first... not let's try, try not to make this segment last as long as no. that segment. Did. It was about an hour, wasn't it? <laughs> the match itself was twenty-two minutes. We know that because yeah. we've sat behind Gadge. Yeah, cheers, Gadge. Yeah, um, but there was a, a quite a lengthy preamble. Preamble, yeah. So um, we had four tag teams come out. Yep. Uh, Mustache Mountain came out first. Yeah, lovely to see him. Yeah. Then I had to uh, share Aussie a jacket o- though. That, yeah, that WWE yeah, there's, money's there's only one British strong style jacket. Well, they won't, they can't spend WWE money on um, Fight Club, right? Promo. Okay, yeah. Um, although I'm gonna just a little aside, oh, should I mention this? Yeah, I will mention it because Jack Gallagher was on the show, yeah, and they said, Oh, Jack Gallagher's gonna be sent, selling some of his merch later. And I was really worried that we were going to end up with like the Hebner Brothers situation again, <laughs> where Jack Gallagher's got boxes and boxes of his merch on the cheap somewhere and he's selling them at Progress. Or maybe he just did what we said the Dragon Gate guys should have done and got some printed got up. Got some special ones printed up just yeah. for that. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah. but again, I'm sure he's got an exclusive merchandise well, deal that WWE run. That's Jack Gallagher. This is Jack, Jack Gallagher. Gallagher. Right, okay, cool. Okay. Deliberately misspelled. Yeah. Legally different. Yeah. Legally different, Jack Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my gimmick when, yeah. when I dye my hair ginger. Jock, Jock and, Gallagher. Uh, Jock Gallagher. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so Mustache Mountain. Uh, Aussie, Aussie Open. open. Yeah. Um, then it was uh, CCK, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Chris Brooks and Inflatable Lycos. Yes, the current incarnation of CCK appears to be... Inflatable yeah. Icos. First time I've seen Inflatable Icos in, a, in an actual match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen him get involved in stuff. He died, didn't he? He did die. I think we he saw... died quite a few times. Yeah, I think, yeah. He, I think he dies more than he survives. Um, and then finally, the team of Zach Gibson and James Drake. Yeah, grizzled young veterans. I just, my, Sorry, my you, eyes like physically rolled backwards in my head. Do you mean Mr. Mayhem, James Drake? <laughs> The back of James Drake's denim jacket says Mr. Mayhem on it. And Zach Gibson got it in his promo. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. He said, it's me, Zach Gibson, and Mr. Mayhem, James Drake. Mr. Mayhem. That's like a Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) villain. (laughs) Can I just say that, before we move on from Inflatable Lycos, Ben Corrigan jokes today about Inflatable Lycos were on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Accused me of being blown up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it said he was a letdown, yeah, and said that his uh, booking fee was going up, but that's inflation for you. Brilliant, it's bad. Well it's done, bad, isn't it? It's bad. Well it's no. bad. Um, so yeah, so them four, um, we we thought it was going to be a, a four way tag match, yeah, for the progress titles because the grizzled young vets are the, the progress grizzled young vets are the uh, progress tag champs. It's um, a stupid, no, it's a stupid tag team. It is, it is. It's the first time we're seeing them. Yeah, and it's the first time I've seen James Drake in a long time. I I liked him a lot today. Yeah, yeah, I like uh, both of them. 
Like, I like that team. Okay. I hate the name, but yeah. I like that team. Um, but it wasn't a four-way tag match. It was. No, what it was, it well, was, it was an eight-man. Eight man. Yeah. yeah, so it was two so sides two, of four, yeah. elimination. Yeah. Um, and what how, what did Jim do? He made, he, he, well, at first he, he said to Gibson and Drake, you're the captains, you've got to pick the team. So he split <laughs> splitting them up. Which, it's like when which you, I love. Yeah, but it's like when you're at school yeah. and they go, you two, you're being too naughty, you're on opposite teams. Yeah, you're the captains. Yeah, stop messing about, you two. Yeah. Got to separate you. Um, and they didn't want, they were they're like, to do no, that. I don't want to, I don't want to. Yeah. Um, so he, he said that Mustache Mountain could do it instead. Yeah. And they, they had no problem doing that. Yeah, until they realised they were on opposite teams. Yeah, and they like, but they were oh. fine with it. Yeah. Um, so then the teams we ended up with were... they, they picked sides. So Trent went first and he picked Zach Gibson. Yep. Uh, then Tyler picked Chris Brooks. Yep. Then Trent picked Kyle Fletcher. Yep. Tyler picked Mark Davis. Yeah. All quite tall people, aren't they? Yeah. Like... And then Trent had a choice of James Drake yep. or Inflatable Kid Like Us. And um, and he he made the obvious choice. Yeah, and picked um, inflatable kid like us. Yeah, and then Tyler threatened to walk out because he didn't want James Drake. Now, us explaining that is not going to get across just how inevitably funny it was. Yeah, because right from the first moment, as soon as Zach Gibson was picked, it was kind of obvious that James Drake was going to be left for last, and I just love that. Yeah, it was it was perfect because. Is a bozo, isn't he? Yeah. Like, and and you want somebody to like, I, I like I like tough, you know, tough heels, but I also like um, I also like stupid bozo heels as well. Yeah, but he's a bozo heel who also can get tough as well, which I quite like. He's not a complete joke, um, and he and he did at one point. Um, and there was also the the bit where Zach Gibson refused to kind of play ball with the the inflatable doll, um. It was it was just really really funny. Yeah. Everything was on point. Again, another rec- solid recommendation yeah. for a watch. Um, and I mean, they, Zach Gibson is in in this situation. This we talked about him when he when he fought Torriano, yeah, at RevPro. As a foil for this kind of comedy, he is just perfect. Just completely indignant the whole yeah. time. And I just love to watch him in this kind of situation. And Trent and Tyler and. To be fair, Chris Brooks, Mark Davis, and Carl Fletcher are also good at just playing absolute idiots. Yeah. Um, we saw a bit where a kid like us thrown off the balcony. Yeah. Yeah, which is a bit... Ooh. It was a bit worrying. Inflatable yeah. like us. Inflatable like us. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is worrying because the last time someone went off the balcony in the ballroom, they almost got thrown out. So, yeah. you know, hopefully this time... Fingers crossed throwing okay. a sex doll like um, doesn't get you chucked no. up. But yeah, it was a great way to kick off the show. Um, eight men out there. Very long, very long. <laughs> but it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, really yeah. enjoyed it. Should we move on to some not my grabs? Yeah, let's breeze through it. Let's not, dwell, let's not dwell on it too much. Okay, right. Um, so first things first. Uh, so as I mentioned, Jack Gallagher was a surprise on the show, and in the main event it was Pete Dunne. UK champion, defend, um, WWE UK champion, defending his championship against Jack Gallagher in a perfectly fine match. Mm-hmm. It was a good. It was a good match. It was a good match. It was a good match. Pete Dunne don't have bad matches, mate. No, no. Um, but when you've just watched Travis Banks defend the Progress title mm-hmm. against one of the top five best wrestlers in the world in 2017, yeah. maybe, yeah, Will Ospreay. In a fantastic match, the idea of following up on a progress show your fantastic title match with a WWE UK Championship defense against I'm gonna be I'm gonna say it against a 205 live um, opening act. Um, <laughs> you you kind of you're playing down your own title. Well, and I know that there are reasons. Pete yeah. Dunne, it can't go without saying that Pete Dunne is the highest profile British wrestler in the world right now. Yeah, I mean, I I can, I have less of an issue with it than you do. I understood the placement. I, I mean, I understand um, the placement. And indeed, when we realised that the Progress title was the semi-main event, I was trying to think what could be the main event above it. Yeah. Um, you could 
have perhaps made a, a case for the Progress Women's title, main yeah. eventing above it. Perhaps not the Atlas. Thing is, if you were going to go um, with anything but the world, the Progress World title, it's not world title. They call it the Progress it's not a World, world title. title. It they it's been defended abroad. But that's not how you define a world title. Well, they call it that. I'm just using their words. All I mean, right? it's, it's transatlantic at best. You have to let them pick their own pronouns. Mm. Um, it's <laughs> the Progress World title. Um, if you're going to main event the show with one of the other Progress titles, then you're going to have to have some big surprise as the mm. challenger. Now, if, you know, if... Um, Walter had come out to defend the uh, Atlas title. That would have in and of itself been a surprise because, yeah. you know, he's from Austria. Flights are expensive, aren't they? At this time of year, yeah. yeah. Um, and if he'd have come out and defended against, I don't know, who's a big dude. If he'd have come out and defended against Rampage, and Rampage hadn't returned before. What if he'd have defended against Moose? That would have been ter- <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. But I don't know, if he'd have defended it against... Daisuke Sakamoto. Yeah. Like, then you're like, oh my God, this is yeah. amazing. Or if Tony Storm had come out and defended against, say, Nixon Newell. Yeah, or even Viper. I see. I don't think Viper's a big enough name for that nah. that position. It would have been a great match, don't yeah. get me wrong, but like, if it was against Paige, like something yeah. like that, yeah. like, then you go, okay, I get that. But, yeah, I just, I just feel like I feel like this was a make good from they were supposed to be doing this. Hmm. In, was it in New York who was yeah. supposed to do this match? Uh, but that was when Pete was the progress champion. Yeah. And it was going to be for the progress title. I think, is that right? Uh, Either way, it might have been for the WWE t- championship. Yeah. Either way. like, And that was going to be the main event. It was announced as the main event. And yeah. they couldn't go through with it because Pete had picked up a knock. Um. I just feel like, come on, can we just have, uh, you know, put yourself first, yeah, and not the WWE thing. Well, I mean, part of part of the issue that that we've had with progress, and and part of the reason that we haven't, it wasn't the reason we stopped going, but it's part of the reason that we felt not too bad about not going, was that they have kind of put themselves behind the WWE's yoke, yeah, and. I mean, if you think about it, WWE are massive, yeah. and it there's there's no shame, and I can't believe I'm defending them for this, in progress admitting that, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I can see that, and also I think to a lot of people there, perhaps not to us, um, Jack Gallagher was a a pretty good thing. It was a pretty good surprise. A lot of people were really happy to see. Yeah, him. they were. They were. I just. Uh... I just think if you've got if you if if there were if you didn't have Travis Banks against Will Ospreay if you had Travis Banks yeah. so say on the last unboxing show the title match was Pete Dunne against Fabian Eichner yeah Travis Banks against like, Fabian Eichner wouldn't then yeah. then you don't headline yeah I can see that but if you if you've got as I say Travis Banks against one of the hottest wrestlers in the world then you can headline with that over. Pete Dunne against Jack Gallagher. Yeah. I, w- I would always say, I would always say, even though I've just defended them for doing it, unless you are closing with a really hot feud closer, always close with your title match. Yeah, you know that's just that's that's wrestling, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about another little, not my grab. So let's not go on too long. Um, because it, it it's it's a bit of a weird one. It's a woolly one. But it kind of plays into what we've we've just been talking about a little bit. In that progress, we we said right at the start of the podcast, progress are the top UK promotion. Yeah, um, they may place themselves below WWE, um, but they they are the the top of the 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 upper echelon. They're the very top of of that um, in in the UK. Yeah, um, and when I first started going to progress, I was a little bit later than you, um, and I was just kind of getting into to British wrestling at the time, it seemed that Progress was the place that had all the top British guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, even even then, that's three years ago. And that's where all of the top British guys wanted to be. Yeah, like if you, um, it if, was the, the cream of the crop, the, the pick of the pops. Yeah. Um, everyone wanted to end up in Progress. 
um and they they had a few of uh a, a few lesser lights but they tended to come through the projo yeah um you know their training school and so th- there's kind of an organic um process to that uh but i kind of felt that and it, it may be weird to to sig- to single out the show in isolation um but i have been kind of keeping an eye on what's been going on that it doesn't seem to be that anymore no, it doesn't feel like they are. They're setting the pace. No. for British wrestling, it feels like not that they're playing catch up, but they're very much reacting to what other promotions are doing. Yeah, um, that there are uh, there are other promotions that probably inspire a bit more passion at like with the shows that they book or the talent that they book or yeah or maybe well maybe that's not fair because progress do have their diehards um but but like you know it feels like they're more influenced by what other people are doing than plowing their own furrow um and i that that sits a bit weird with me as as a kind of lapsed progress yeah they they always fan. the progress i would say are very very um majorly responsible for the current oh completely resurgence 100%. In them and icw i would put icw yeah, up there I, as well I, so icw uh, and progress made it cool to be a british wrestling yeah. fan um and even for a while after that they, they still led Definitely. And, and it, it sounds and weird. And they still because, are leading. Yeah, it sounds weird because we're talking about a company that in nine months' time will be doing Wembley Arena. Yeah. Um, that have moved their three day tournament to a 2,000 seater from a 700 seater. Yeah. And are pretty much selling out their shows still instantly. Yeah. So it seems weird to say this, but it does seem, as you say, that they're not innovating anymore. Yeah, I think. Maybe- that others are doing the innovating and they're. They're almost like taking a bit of a rest and borrowing other people's innovations. Yeah. So, for for instance, on this show, I'll pick I'll pick on one per- or I'll highlight one particular person, and that's Millie McKenzie, who when she came out, she got the biggest reaction of any of the women in that in mm-hmm. that, in that six um, six women match, um, and she's been the sort of hot um star new star of the second half of this year yep um she's definitely been making a name for herself but that is because of the way that she's been presented in fight club pro that like 100 mm-hmm. percent. you know she's worked elsewhere but if it wasn't for what fight club pro had done with her this year which is basically just letting her suplex a bunch of men yeah um and sort of hold her own in situations that she probably shouldn't be able to by, you know, the letter of the law or the way yeah. the book is normally written. Um, so, um, Fight Club Pro have done an amazing job in putting her in the position that she's now in. Now, I have never seen Progress do exactly, do that same thing. Not with somebody who's come in with no reputation or very little reputation before that audience they haven't made a proper star since will osprey no um and to some extent jimmy have it that their rise was kind of parallel yeah um you know your top guys in progress over the past few years are heavily borrowed from fight club pro fight club progress yes um, you know, your Travis Banks, Mustache Mountain, CCK. Yeah. Um, now you're bringing in Aussie Open. Omari. I mean, Omari. Um, MK McKinnon. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. He's not there yet. Um, but then also you look on this show today and you've got Clint Margera and Drew Parker. You know, they're, they, they're, they're obviously looking sideways at what other people mm-hmm. are doing. You know, the, uh, Charlie Morgan yeah. getting more and more of an opportunity. Yep. Now she's been that's because of the work that she's done in Eve. If anybody thinks otherwise They're wrong. They're wrong because she had she changed her character at the beginning of the year. Yeah. 
Um, she she used to be was was it like an aristocratic sort of character? I don't know, before? Penelope. Penelope. I yeah. mean, I don't know much about that, but she had some time off. She came back and she's doing this Charlie Morgan thing now, uh, tomboyish um, sort of thing. Um, and if it were were not for the focus that she'd had from Eve and the mainstream attention in some respects, mm-hmm. um, she wouldn't be on these shows. No, a hundred percent. Now, I mean, that's not to say that, like, because Progress, they didn't build all their own talent. No. Like, it, as you say, that it was always the cream of the crop, which means they've got to come from somewhere in a lot yeah. of respects. But it seems very obvious now that they seem to be a bit behind the eight ball in terms of yeah. creating new top stars for Progress. Yeah, it, it would be kind of nice for them to take somebody at a kind of a lower level even let's let's talk let's say drew parker yeah yeah because he's not he's not i mean really broken out anyway i mean he did the ec drew thing in attack attack and that kind of put him over a little bit but he's he's not really a mainstay anywhere of of, you know a top of card anywhere no um you could bring in someone like drew parker into progress put him in at the bottom of your cards and build him yeah um so they don't seem to be doing that. Well, I mean, in fairness, they haven't done that. They can't do that just yet. I mean, they haven't had a chance to do that yet. But not that particular thing. But, Parker, but, but they they never did it with any of the Projo guys. No, and that relationship's uh, kaput. Yeah, for the most part now. Um, there was always a weird focus on the Projo guys being comedy acts wasn't there which was a nice part of the progress card it always worked yeah. with the with the way those cards were built if you've got all of the best wrestlers in the country it's nice to have some like yeah. relief in there as well um but it does mean that you haven't got anybody of your own that you can sort of you know stick a badge on yeah. <laughs> and so what what we're kind of saying is we uh, we w- want to see two things really we want to see progress build someone from the bottom. Yeah. Um, Started from the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but also, I'd, I'd kind of still like to see progress go back to being the cream of the crop. Yeah. You know? so, the, so that's, and that's kind of a contradiction, isn't it? A yeah, I mean, bit. it is a bit, but we're all about that, aren't we? Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, the, the UK is still a very weird scene. They're, I mean, they're you, just... you've got a, a, a place where you've got people like pete dunn yeah um who will appear in front of tens of thousands in america um thousands over here but then also pop up on a show with a hundred people yeah in a a warehouse somewhere yeah 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 do you know what i mean yeah so we're in a a, still in a really weird position really weird um but yeah um yeah yes yeah yes yeah yes yeah uh i i would like to see progress blaze their own trail i think Mm. that's the thing for me is like i want to look at a progress show and go that's not like anything else that i'm seeing elsewhere yeah and that's not how i feel no not at the moment when when i'm looking at it but then that's how that's not how i feel when i look at 90 percent of brit rest shows no like well you know as it stands i'm not going to be at wembley in september um you're not booked are you no (laughs) no i'm not going if i'm not booked yeah um but i'd like I'd, I'd like maybe I'd like to be there, yeah. But tell me why I should be, yeah. You know, maybe when it gets closer to the time, we'll buy the cheapest tickets we can possibly. Well, for. possibly, yeah. We'll get off a tout, or like you know, they'll probably be on Twickets, like because it won't sell out. So there'll be some on Twickets for yeah. like a fiver where people are trying to get rid of them. But yeah, we'll hang around that side. But um, yeah. but I can't think of a third not my graps. I had one. Go on then. TVs being used in hardcore matches. Oh yeah, they did do that. Yeah, yeah. Modern TVs are not because yeah, they're all made uh, of plastic. Yeah. It's all just layers of plastic. Yeah. So you land on it and it just flattens out more. I think it did crack a bit. Yeah, but they're all. It's all black plastic. It doesn't look like anything. Yeah. It's, yeah. I liked it. Just I liked at the end of that match when Jimmy Havoc decided to take the table home that didn't get broken. Yeah, because he'd broken his at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, it was like, well, he he'd earned that table. He got a voucher for he it. He did get he? a voucher for it. Yeah. Um, I, I had a good time today. I did. I did um, too. Yeah, it was really super nice. Um, saw lots of lovely people. Um, because we don't make it down to progress that often. Um, although we do see these people all over the um, place. Yeah, so a lot we? of them, but not um, all of them. But um, 
but yeah it was, it was super lovely to see super people we had a nice little day uh, i had a jackfruit burrito yeah uh, which is always it's a it's an absolute treat yeah it's like a party in my mouth that is disgusting yeah um and yeah it's just a nice day down in london yeah it's great to see the good people yeah fuck the haters um and um that's it for 2017 yeah 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 yeah. that was our 53rd show yes um we we started was our first show started from the bottom now we're here what was our first show was it was it win wrestling no no our our actual first show of the year was um attack club pro it was yeah 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 it's a good start and and a good finish yeah you know um i feel good about this year yeah well we wrestling wise yeah Um, wow what what we got on the docket for next year we're gonna get out to some new places aren't we yeah um especially over the first couple of months yeah um gonna try and stop in on some towns that we haven't necessarily been to before or we haven't been to in a long time yeah especially since before the podcast started yeah so it'd be nice um uh, we might even try and go to a, a shit ass show yeah <laughs> we won't tell you which one it is yeah. in case can we not use the phrase listen. shit ass i know it's, i don't like it well blame ben corrigan i think it's mod you came up with it initially actually yeah i mean i get what it means but i'm not a fan yeah. i'm not a massive fan of um, it. um so yeah we're just gonna get out and about out um, and about do some other stuff on stuff that we watch on tv yeah so we might do something <coughs> Wrestle Kingdom. That's a big show next week, isn't it? Yeah, we're going to yeah, get together and watch, watch that. that. Um, uh, you can go um, our charity album for Eve um, Domestic Abuse Charity um, is still up on our Bandcamp. Yeah, what thank it? you to everyone who's already done it. Yeah, what's the address? It's uh, lovethegraps.bandcamp.com. That's lovethegraps.bandcamp.com. Um, but yeah, thank you if you've already done it. Uh, but if you haven't, do it. Yeah, chuck some money our way, and then we will. It'll bounce off us yeah. and go into the pocket of um, that really, really um, important charity. Uh, anything else? No, just join the Facebook group. Yeah, go on the Facebook group. Just search yeah. Love the Graps on Facebook. I'm sure it'll f- sh- pop up. Yeah. Um, it's lo- lots of fun on there. Um, very active, isn't it? Very active, yeah. that group. I like it. Um, well, that's about it. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter, at Love the Graps. Um, and until next time, go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills every class, where the seasons are time. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills every Scottish on the beach